like that. Maybe I'm doing it to spite. Maybe he hasn't streamed in a while, and I look, and it was like three days ago. And I was like, oh, well. Yeah, stream from Battlefield 24, too. Speaking of, welcome back to another episode of Who's Your Nerds podcast with with Tim and the two Chris's. Um, It's bowling because it's, you know, 1985 right now. Yeah. My dad had surgery today, so I couldn't really make it. I I couldn't do the podcast yesterday, so... I guess we pushed it back to today and... Forgot about Mikey. Yeah. He doesn't talk about it enough. I always forget about it. I'm like, hey, you going to Planet Fitness? And he's like, no, I'm going bowling. I was like, oh, yeah, that's it's Tuesday, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's a, a thing people that's do. He, that's what I put in the chat. He's a shitty bowler because he never talks about bowling. He never talks about it. <laughs> I want to see scores. He's, he's never like, he's never like, oh, my God, I got, like, three strikes. And like, there's no turkey. He doesn't brag on turkeys. He doesn't brag about strikes. He doesn't brag about nothing. So he must be a shitty bowler. I'm, I'm an awful bowler. I'll be lucky if I can hit like 170. I used to be good until I broke my foot, and now I can't plant my foot that well. Well, that's going to take some time. Yeah, that's like anything. But I'm not a good bowler. I did get a turkey on Saturday. I won five bucks. Speaking of turkeys, damn, Gruden sucks. We can talk about this. I wanted to talk about this. You want me to talk about this? Let's, let's talk about Gruden's grinders. Okay, so... Should Gruden have been fired? Probably 10 years ago when the emails were sent, not right now. So, obviously, there's somebody... I'm not condoning anything he did. What he did was wrong. Let's put that first and foremost. It is a very fireable offense. It really is. However, somebody does not like him because there was 615,000 emails out and only his were leaked. You can't tell me he was the only one who, who... Said anything derogatory about about the uh, the commissioner? That's what that's that's position one. Position two, and I put this on Twitter. I understand. Okay, the NFL says they have a zero tolerance against uh, homophobia, racism, uh, misogy- being a misogynist, and sexism. Right? Yet Ludacris played at the halftime played at halftime at the Las Vegas Raider game on Sunday. Now you got Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Eminem playing the halftime show. I thought show. Dre was dead. Was he like in a coma? No. Who was in a coma? No, he was. He had an aneurysm, but he didn't have a coma. He oh. might have had something. Just, but that's not the point. The point is, why are these guys allowed to perform at halftime? If you're against zero, if you're zero tolerance against all of that, why are these guys performing at the halftime show? Now, don't get me wrong. I love Snoop. I love Dr. Dre. I love Eminem. I love all their music, but. Per the policy of the NFL, why are they allowed to perform if the policy is zero tolerance? <clears throat> Tim, you care to care to weigh in? I mean, I feel like it's just like music is <clears throat> it's more of a form of like Dumb art. Cat. So like they don't hold people responsible for what they say. I mean, Eminem says it all the time. Well, like, exactly. Don't hold don't hold people responsible for what they say on like in a song. But a little th- different than this is a I, private email. This didn't go out to a thousand. This didn't go out to a million listeners. See, no, yeah, but I, zero tolerance I like is zero. I like don't. Falls under like the song. You could say like anything you want in like a song because I, of, like entertainment. But zero tolerance means zero tolerance. Yeah, I mean you got a point. Yeah, Eminem and them aren't like employees of. 
Okay, but then you got Deshaun. Okay, now. so but you have Deshaun Watson currently accused of assaulting twenty, sexually assaulting twenty four different women. Your and key he, word is accused. Right, right but yeah. he is eligible to play football. He won't play football though. No, they'll put him on the exempt bullshit. list. Which is bullshit because Zeke ends up having a miss like. A whole bunch of times. See what I'm saying? He had to miss half the season. See what? See, so they're they're not. My problem is the consistency. His his they're emails. Very, yeah, they're very inconsistent. His his emails. One, his emails should have never been leaked. Obviously, it's somebody who don't like him. Probably he somebody he fired or something. People as soon as they're accused. But here's the thing, and I got to thinking about this today. If if a guy, or or a girl, a man or a woman, ten years ago, if they were a drug addict. Or if they were an alcoholic, but they've recovered since then, and they've been three years sober, don't we not worry about what happened in the past? Yeah. See, that's that's my whole thing. Especially because, I mean, it was only like, what was it, like 10 years ago? It was 10 years ago. And over. It's not like it was like wicked, wicked long ago. Like, I definitely don't think that how these politicians or whatever, like, oh, hey, 25 years ago, he was at a party in blackface. Like, right. The dude's a whole different person. Like, he could be... You know what I mean? There's a difference between... He could have young, found Jesus in that young, 25 years. Stupid. Like, I've matured. I'm an older person. That's not how I think anymore. But if media is uh, innocent or guilty Tim, until proven innocent. Right. Tim, if we were to talk guilty. about how we talked in the Xbox Live party chats to oh, how never. we are today... Never. Yeah, we'll, we'll never talk about how we were back then. And that was brought up is obviously the people that are doing this have never been in a, an NFL locker room or been on a football field mm-hmm. where trash talking is. I mean, that's just the way it is. Well, now you get a flag. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to confirm or deny anything that I've said, but I've said some pretty terrible things on Xbox Live to people. Yeah, in like a game and stuff like that. But if we're going zero tolerance, but that was also you know. If you're going to, you brought up you brought up that if if it's a music, it's, it's a form, of, it's a it's a it's expression, it's you know it's a form of expression, mm. it's art. But Dr. Like Dre, Eminem can say he's going to kill the president, like it's in a song, so they can't like right, but can't arrest him. But if you go out on stage and or like you type an email to someone that's like I'm going to kill the president, then I feel like it's. it's kind of different just because of the it falls under that entertainment factor i don't think it should or it's a very gray it's very gray area right but okay so there's two instances one back in the, in the late 80s early 90s dr dre choked a reporter a female reporter by the name of d barnes this is a fact this really happened not only that you go back to 1992 before uh snoop's first album was released and he was on trial for murder isn't he, like, known to be a crip? Yes, exactly. So, that's what I'm talking about. How How is these guys represent the halftime show for millions and millions? More people watch the Super Bowl than any game ever all I season mean, long. I Roethlisberger was accused, and, I mean, um, didn't they just kind of pay? They yeah, they, they settled the out of court. Yeah, well, most of them do settle out yeah. of court, you know? Yeah, like, I don't ever remember... Uh, Roethlisberger getting like punished for that. Didn't he get? I like, think a he game? got. I think he might have missed some games or something like but that. It was kind of. It was really swept under the rug. Like I said, I'm not condoning anything that, that Gruden said or did or 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 wrote in a personal in in a private email to someone. But 
you know, there's a lot going on out there that we're kind of closing our eyes to that and the NFL is closing its eyes to. It's the inconsistency. It's, it's you know. Well, that's also been the problem with just one person being the, as Stern put it, the judge, jury, and executioner. Right. Because that's what uh, what this face is, um, Goodell. Yes. He's judge, jury, and executioner. Yes, he is. And nobody likes him anyway. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Well, the owners like him. It's well. so funny to like watch the like NBA draft or something like that, and everybody loves the NBA commissioner. I can't remember what his name. Silver. Is. Yeah. Um, I hate Silver. I can't stand him either. Yeah, Adam Adam Silver. Yeah, but Gary Bettman, uh, which is the which is the everybody loves him. And then you will watch like the NFL draft, and every single time Goodell puts like his mouth near the microphone, it's just boo. They do it in hockey too. Gary Bettman's the commissioner of the NHL, and they boo him every time they see him. So, (laughs) like, go find the like maybe step down, let somebody else like take the reins. Well, didn't they say that this was Goodell's probably his last contract, the one he signed a couple years ago? I hope so. Nobody like him. He's he's really he's done good for the NFL on the business side of everything. The NFL has got only gotten bigger under him. More important, more money. So yeah, but he's inconsistent. He's very inconsistent. Because what was it? Ray Rice got. Indefinitely suspended, and then someone else got like four games. When the whole right beating women, then you oh, have like the whole. What's, what's even worse sometimes is like when they just like hang in the air, and it's like, oh well, this person's like uh, under investigation for the allegations against them, and it's like they can't play week two, they can't play week three, they can't play week four, and then it's like, oh, they might be able to play week five. Oh no, wait, you're suspended for six games. My, like it should just be like. Like, well, let's not, not taking care of like quickly. Let's not forget Ray Lewis was in the presence of a murder during the Super Bowl weekend and allegedly helped uh, ditch the clothes of the murderer. And he knows who the murderer is. And that one's a big old mess. And they kind of swept that one under the rug as well. So he he served no. I don't think he had any repercussions from that. And that's kind of a big. That's you know you know. A stabbing at a nightclub, that's kind of a big deal. I remember, that weren't, <laughs> didn't someone tweet trying to get Peyton or Eli to ask uh, Ray Lewis who killed, who was the murderer <laughs> when he was on the Monday Night Football with them? Oh, yes, and nobody did. I, in fact, in, in, Darren Ravel tweeted something which makes sense, which I never agree with anything Darren Ravel says, right? But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have decided to remove... John Gruden from their ring of honor. Right. That's another that's Be- awful. Because of this shit going down, right? I mean, so um, he, it wasn't his team that won the Super Bowl anyways. It was Dungy's team. Right. Darren Ravel said, Bucks can do this, but it comes with not allowing Antonio Brown to ever dress in their uniform again. Yeah. And he's right. Yeah. He is so right. Antonio, whatever happened with that? The, the whole didn't he like beat somebody up and like not pay the caterer or something? It was like a whole. No, he like beat someone that he like apparently touched like his trainer, who was a female or something. Yeah. Um, he threw stuff off his balcony on his like tenth tenth story balcony. Was throwing shit out the window uh, out the balcony, which right there I think is a 
federal crime. It's it's just it's amazing how they pick and choose who to cancel and not who to cancel. And nobody should be canceled. Like you, like you know, ten years ago, why are we worried about emails? You know, it really comes like, down. Dave to Chappelle like, really dodging the bullet. It really comes down to like if the media like catches and blows up the story because like the bigger the story is, the harsher the the harsher and swifter the punishment is going to be. And if it's not like if it's like hush hushed a little bit, then they can they don't have to punish the person as much. That's kind of so. That kind of goes into what I wanted to say, Tim. Why can like the police and the feds be like, yeah, we found no evidence of it, blah blah blah, but then like the NFL, or NBA comes in, being like, NFL can do it, yeah, yeah. No, well, the, this is the thing. Okay, so Clay Travis tweeted this earlier. The NFL reviewed six hundred and fifty thousand emails in the Washington Redskins investigation. This is what it started from, right? Why? Oh, yeah. did it, did, was he emailing like their GM? The GM, yeah, Dan Center. Why are John Gruden's which had nothing to do with the initial purpose of the investigation, the only emails to be leaked to the media. I mean, the easy answer is someone in the, at the NFL clearly hates John Gruden and wanted to wipe him out, but it seems strange that only his emails have leaked. Feels like someone ordered the code red on him, which that's that makes perfect sense. Nobody's trying to, to, def, nobody's trying to defend him. I'm not trying to defend him. Him or what he said or what he did. That's not what I'm saying. The point I'm trying to make is the NFL is extremely inconsistent, and why is he paying for it? Uh, when there's. Well, for one thing, the Raiders wanted a way to get rid of him. That was their excuse to get rid of Gurdon. I think Anyways. so, too. I think so. But you don't do it during the season. And, and, and obviously, it was a distraction by the way they played on Sunday because they should yeah. have beaten the Bears. The Bears aren't that good. The Bears are like one of the worst teams in the league. So, obviously, but somebody obviously doesn't like John Gruden. I mean, a lot of people probably don't like. They were he, he was at ESPN at the time. Yeah, he he'll he'll get back into coaching at some point. I bet yeah, maybe like a college. mid yeah a mid major college or something. Um, he'll never get back into broadcasting. No, he will never be. He'll never be allowed in the booth, and he never be allowed on the sidelines of an NFL game. In, in a coaching capacity. In a coaching capacity. So, and, and then you could talk to Tony Dungy has tweeted that he spent so much time with them when, when they were at ESPN together. He never once had a feeling that John Gruden was a was a racist. And he, he says, I don't, people were getting mad at Tony Dungy because he came out in support of John Gruden. Not that he defended what he said, but he's like, if he's true, if he's sorry and he's truly sorry, I forgive him. But he's not a racist. That's a, he said stupid, immature things. Is exactly yeah. what what he said. And we don't know his mental state at the time. He could have been drunk, or he could have been high, or something. That's right. <laughs> not, not still. I'm not defending what he said, but you don't know his mental state at the time. No. How do you? And how do you we've all said we've all said ridiculous things. How do you know yeah. what your mindset was ten years ago? Oh, you know. Oh, this email reminds me. 650,000 emails, and this is what they pick out of it. They had nothing to do with the investigation. That's mind-blowing. The Washington football team has a lot more dirty shit. Yeah. With the whole covering up of, like, assault. And I'm not trying to defend him because I'm a Raiders fan and he's the head coach. That's nor here nor there. It could be this guy could coach the Jets and I would have the same feeling. You, You can't do this. You can't just 
go on a witch hunt against somebody, and that's exactly what they did do. Well, that's how Twitter is anymore. They're some kind of witch pursuit thingy. <laughs> what? What is that from? A witch shoot 'em up and chase. <laughs> from South Park when they that's... have the the witches witches weekend when they all do like cocaine or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> So there you go. That's the John Gruden thing. He probably should have never lost his job based off of emails 10 years ago. But you, you, obviously you should. I mean, how many people are deleting their email files? Like, right you, you can delete your emails? My boss hates me. I have like 350 uh, unread emails in my inbox. I have 1,200 in my inbox right now. They're, 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 they're deleting their sense. They're deleting all of it. Yeah, but if you delete your files, that doesn't mean the person that you sent it to did. No, but you know what? They're probably doing it, too, because they don't want to get caught as an accessory. So you're kind of... Well, I'm just waiting for Xbox to drop our party chats, because it came out that Xbox was secretly recording all your party chats. Oh, you're kidding. Oh. Really? Which, I mean, we all... <laughs> uh, we, we all knew that they were <laughs> listening. Yeah, let's be honest. We knew it. But, yeah. Well, NASCAR driver lost his ride last year for an iRacing event because he said a racial slur. Is he a racist? No, he's not a racist in any way whatsoever. Actually, he's his his ancestors were in uh, Japanese internment camps out in California, so he's, he's far from a, a racist, but, you know, that stuff gets out there and it's recorded... You, you slip one time, you're done. You're done. I mean, he's lucky he's still in a racing career, honestly. But he did his, you know, he went to rehab, and now he's rejuvenated, I guess. <laughs> Go to rehab, sit on a beach. Because the rehab, that re, that type of rehab works, and as long along with the end racism uh, thing in the end zones, that ends racism, along with getting rid of the uh, Robert E. Lee statue in Virginia. I'm glad racism is over since they removed the statue of Robert E. Lee out of Richmond, Virginia. Switching topics. Someone actually here saw a movie this weekend. I see good movies all the time. Tell tell us about James Bond, though. Dude, no time three to hour. die. It's two hours and 43 minutes. It is freaking awesome. I never once... I was concerned with a two-hour and 43-minute movie. I thought we were going to go the other way with that, okay? No, I, I, I thought, does it really need to be two hours and 43 minutes? Does it, why is this so long? Because I saw Spectre. Spectre was his last one. And that it was one dragged. boring as all get out. And I feel like they wasted Christoph Waltz as, as yeah. an enemy. I really do. But he's back in this movie. And he's not in it very much, but the time that he is in it, he's spectacular. And the movie did not drag one bit. And I, I kind of like the way they, um, you have Q and M, and I thought that was pretty awesome. They have a Q and an M. Mm -hmm. And they have, it's really neat because it's the little things in the background. Um, he was at, uh, whatever, the Ministry, the, the, you know, Ministry of Defense, and they have a painting of Judy Dench. Because when, when Judy Dench, wasn't she M at one time? She was M for uh, What's-His-Face, the last one. Right, and they, she got blowed up, right? Yeah, bronze. Yeah, so um, they had, but they have a painting of her at, 
at Ministry of Defense, and also Desmond Llewellyn, who was M for everybody up until Judy Dench took over. I got a question for you. Did they do anything for uh, um, what's his face that passed away recently? The original Bond. I can't. Char- oh, Sean Connery. Connery? No, because this was uh, this was made probably in 2019. It was supposed sure. to come out in April of 20. It came out after. It, it, it was supposed to come out before he passed away. Right. So that didn't happen. And they probably didn't edit anything in or no. anything. So. But, I mean, he uses Aston Martin cars. I mean, the cars. There is nothing modern that Daniel Craig uses as far as automobiles are concerned. Was it an homage to, like, the original movie? Yeah. As was, much as you can get in a modern Yes, movie? yes, exactly. That's what it was. It was, it was, a, it was a, definitely a shout-out to, to, you know, OG Bond, for sure. Mm-hmm. Because well, that's what quantum well, not quantum of souls. The uh, Skyfall was like that, in my opinion. Well, so was um, uh, Casino Royale. Yeah, because I really liked Casino Royale. Quantum of Souls sucked. It didn't suck. Sky, either. not in Skyfall, but uh, Spectre was terrible. Yeah, Skyfall was a game for Quantum of Souls. Yeah, they they probably made a game for all of them. It just you but don't really ever hear about it, them. This this movie does not drag. And he uses his license to kill, like, repeatedly. Like, he is just killing people left More and right. More like he needs to get his license revoked. Yes, because he's people. just wasting people, like, left and right. He don't care. He's like, a, he's an angry, vengeful Bond in this movie, which I liked, you know. But, I mean, he's still cool. And Why was he vengeful? What's the, uh, what's the plot of this movie? He, well, he's, he dates this girl, and he finds out, that it's Spectre's daughter, so he feels betrayed, and you know it. it I thought like we figured that out on Spectre. That it's it's was... a five or six year difference, and well, he finds out now he's got a daughter. Oh. Okay. And Rami Malek, who is the bad guy in this, love Rami. Yes, comes after you know he he kidnaps her and he kidnaps his her daughter or his daughter because he knows it's his daughter, although the girl says it's not. Uh, it was. But um, so it's a family drama. It had to do, <laughs> actually had to do with kind of like a like a virus. Like, um, and the thing is, they used the the name the title of the movie in um, in the movie. Like somebody actually says, I, "There's no time to die." Oh, that means the movie needs the end. But they do say at the end of. Um, the end credits that James Bond will be back. So that's good. well. I thought Spectre was the last uh, Daniel Craig movie, but he, he because he hated it so much apparently. But he came back for this one, so now apparently this is his last one. And Anna De Armas is in this movie, right? Is she the the other double O? No, no, no. But she works for the CIA. Okay, but she steals the movie. She's hysterical, cause she always she's like I, I I'm I'm kind of a rookie at this I don't know what I'm doing blah blah. blah. She's or not in it. OSS. She's not in it very all very long at all because, um, her and then this buddy of Bonds that works for the CIA they kind of get him back into he retires he's like I'm not doing this no more, and they bring the, him back into the fold basically as a double O, but his double O has been replaced. By the one lady. By the by by somebody else who is double O seven. So, um, which was, 
Lashana Lynch, she was double O. She looked like she could take the role if she wanted to. And she drives a modern Aston Martin. It's, you know, it's not the throwback 60s. She's the Daniel Craig of the earlier Daniel Craig movies. So, um, but I I don't think she's going to have that 007 moniker. I think it was just for this movie, I think. Well, right now, there's actually a list of people that are, like, leading to be the new 007. One sec. Just leave 007 alone. Leave it as it is. Don't change that. No. No. We want it to be good. Um, Idris Elba is like who a lot of people want. I like him a lot. I think he's too old now to be Bond. I don't. No, it's not. That's not a good pick. Rajay Jean Page. Um, He's in Bridgerton on Netflix. Um, He's in a lot of British stuff. It made it grossed. Jeez. A lot of people want Lashana Lynch to actually take the role. Opening weekend, it made $55 million. Gross, $62 million. Worldwide gross, $321 million. It made its budget back. Here's the one that a lot I can get behind. Henry Cavill to take the... I, I agree. But he's got so much other stuff he's doing. He's he's Superman. He's uh, Geralt of Rivia. He's, he does a lot of other movies. But then Just, again, you make one James Bond every four or five years, so... Uh, well, I mean, Daniel Craig, he did Knives Out, and he did this. Yeah. In fact, he, he that's how he got Anna Darmus was in Knives Out, and he enjoyed her so much, he got her a role in No Time to Die. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. But he's a very good Bond. He is real. I would put him, he's probably second. Behind Sean Connery. Sean. No one's ever going to be above Sean Connery. No. no. Who was before Daniel Craig? I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. I thought he was a good Bond, but I don't think he was a good He Bond. was better than Roger Moore. Yeah, Roger Moore sucked. Well, and the theory behind that is, when Roger Moore took the role of James Bond, he knew he, who he was replacing. Yeah. Which was Sean Connery. And you can't replace Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. And he knew that. So he decided to play his Bond a little campier. He tried to make it, his, been, and that's a good idea. There's only been you know. four Bonds? Huh? There's only been four Bonds. There's been six. Six. Sean Connery technically wasn't the first one either. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Sean Connery was the first one. It was Dr. No. No, no, no. There was a Casino Royale before that. That's the one with Peter Sellers, though. Yeah. So if you're saying that Inspector Clouseau was really 007? No, no. There was a movie before uh, Sean Connery. But there, technically, so technically, there's been six Bonds. You had Sean Connery was first. George Lazenby did uh, Diamonds Are Forever, I believe. Yeah, he only did one. Or no, he did oh, in Her Majesty. Somebody wait, did only one. He did in Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah, in Her Majesty's Secret Service. Then, be, then Sean Connery came back for Diamonds then, Are Forever. Right, that's what it was. Then uh, Roger Moore took over for Live and Let Live and Let Die. And his last one was A View, View to Kill. A kill. I don't then, remember that one. Then Timothy Dalton did Living Daylights. Year to Kill, that Duran Duran song. Yes, that's Ooh. the theme song oh, to it. the movie. I know. Oh, uh, I remember that one. Okay. So Timothy Dalton did what? License to Kill? The Living Daylights and License Living to Kill. Living Daylights and License to Kill. Then it was Pierce Brosnan. Then it was Daniel Craig. So, you know, as far as good to bad, in my in my personal opinion, which I think a lot of people will agree, 
is Sean Connery, Daniel Craig, Pierce Brosnan, Roger Moore, uh, Timothy Dalton, Timothy Dalton, and George Lazenby. Yeah, but that's only because he did one movie. I don't know why. He, did, did they ever say why he only did one movie? He wasn't accepted, and 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 no. Sean Connery decided to come back. Did have you got have you ever seen the theory that The Rock was actually a Bond movie? Because he's a British secret yes. agent. That's right. That's and a great movie. he kind of acts the same as Bond. That's a great movie. That's and a great movie. What's his face? Um, the director of it, Michael Bay. Michael Bay kind of hinted that that was, a, you know, it was his homage to James Bond. Yeah. With of course Sean Connery as Bond. But um, when George Lazenby did it in Her Majesty's Secret Service, uh, Bond got married. And it was a different take on a on Bond. You know, he wasn't. The he wasn't a playboy. He wasn't a playboy. You know, I'm staying single. He he got married and she got killed. I believe is what happened. I've never seen that one because I've heard it was so bad. But my parents I think, refused I, to watch it. I think Sean Connery got mad because I think they only wanted him to do Bond and he wanted to do other movies. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm not doing this again. And then, actually, during the Roger Moore era, between, I believe it was, um. Between Moonraker, you had Moonraker, Octopussy, and then... It goes Moonraker, For Your Eyes Only, For Your Eyes Octopussy. Only, Octopussy, then... A View uh, to Kill. A View to Kill. You had uh, Never Say Never Again. Uh, that's not in my list. It's an unofficial Bond movie oh. because... But it was Sean Connery. Which Sean Connery played... It's called Never Say Never Again. The reason it's called Never Say Never Again because Sean Connery said, I will never play James Bond again. And it came out during that era. Huh. During that whole uh, For Your Eyes Only um, Moonraker era. Um, never say never So is it not an actual Bond movie? It's just... A Spectre agent has stolen two American nuclear warheads and James Bond must find their targets before they are detonated. Okay, so it is a, John, a Bond movie. It is a Bond movie, yes. It's got Kim Basinger in it. Who? Kim Basinger. Vicky Vale. Batman. Oh. Vicky Oh. Dude, she was like hot. Like Eminem's mom in 8 Mile. Right here. Hold on. I was, I was just going to say, yeah. I can't believe you guys don't know. Right here. <laughs> List of non-Eon uh, films. So, like, the... It came out in 83. Yeah, yeah. In 1967, Casino Royale came out, which was not a... In 1967, David Casino Royale... David Niven and Peter Sellers. Yeah. It's a comedy. Yeah, but it's a Bond movie. Aging Sir James Bond comes out of retirement to take on Smirch. <laughs> What? Yes. He's got to stop Smirsh. What is Smirsh? What does Smirsh Smirsh stand for? I'm trying to see. Oh, they said. I think they said Smirsh. Smirsh. S M E R S H. It's an acronym for something. No, yeah. I was thinking the little blue guys. I'm like, Bond versus (laughs) Smirsh. Adding to the mayhem is Sir James's neurotic nephew, Jimmy Bond, a Smirsh defector. Oh, I'm not feeling it. It feels rather fake to me. Well, you're the, one, you're the one that brought it up. I'm just saying it was another Bond movie that no one counts as a Bond movie. But going back, oh, so Smirsh, never Smirsh is real. 
It's an umbrella organization for three independent counterintelligence army agencies in the Red Army formed in 1942 or earlier, but officially announced only on 14 April 1943. The name Smirsch was coined by Joseph Stalin. Wow. So it had to do with Russians. Well, of course. All early Bond movies are Russian. Dealing with Russia's. Here's the name. From Russia with love. That's a Bond movie. That's a good video game, too. The best Bond video game, though, was uh, Golden Gun. Golden Eye. Golden Eye. Golden Eye was so good. Yeah, but it ends dumb. You go up on an antenna and just shoot the guy, and then it's over. I also like the. Um, I don't know, the N64. Um, what was the agent? Uh, agent something. I can't remember the name of it. I know which one you're talking the, about. It was for the PS2. Like the first mission, you had to like go into a, a like a, you were outside. You had to go into like this building. You could either go in from the top or just right in from the front. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty, I, I pretty fun notice. game. I, I did notice something about this movie. I have never seen a movie remind me of watching somebody play a video game. Because he would just... Not even John Wick? I, I mean, because he, he goes through, like... Of course, there's catwalks and all this crap. You know, like... Like, there's catwalks in every Bond movie. And... But he's going through the cat... And he's, like, shooting the guards. And then he runs out of ammo. But he shoots the guards. So, so he picks up their gun. And I'm like... It, are movies modeling themselves after video games, or have movies always been like that? And video games modeled themselves I mean, after. Back in video the day, back in the day, the hero never ran out of ammo. No, until it was a plot point. Right. Oh, I have one bullet left after I just shot two thousand rounds. So are are movies copying video games in that you reach a certain point, you kill somebody, you pick up their weapon and continue? No, I think it just makes sense more than well, it does having unlimited magazines. <laughs> But I did notice that. I was like, going through this whole thing where he's just well, shooting people. He's like, he's running out of bullets. Oh, well, he just shot somebody and just picked up their gun. The first time I guess I really ever noticed that maybe was John Wick. So Does maybe, he do that? Yeah. John Wick would shoot somebody. They'd like, uh, they, you know, fall back and throw the gun up. They'd catch the gun and start shooting some more. Um, Die Hard's that way, too. Yeah. But Die Hard, he never really had a gun. So he's, yeah, he had his pistol. He had his service yeah. revolver. So he had a... Pick up weapons as he went. As he went, yeah, kind of like a video game. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, uh, Terminator and all them, you know, they just had mad amounts of ammunition. Yeah, until it was a plot point. Predator. I mean, Commando. Command- oh, God, Commando. <laughs> that's, that's the one I think about, because he's just sitting there, going back and forth <laughs> like the M60 that just never runs out of ammo. So... Um, go see it. You've got if you're gonna see a Bond movie. This is one of my favorite Bond movies that I've ever seen. I mean, I like the ones from the '60s. I like the Sean Connery ones, but they are a bit dated only because of I guess because of technology, you know. But they were also cheesy because that's exactly exactly they were they were cheesy. But um, he still got the gadgets in the car. Do they still have the fun gadgets of like the watch that can do twenty thousand things? No. Well, yeah, he's kind of got a gadget. Yeah, they have okay. they have little gadgets, but most of them's in that Aston Martin that you see in the previews that spins okay. around and shoots from the headlights. So it's more realistic gadgets, not fun. Right, but you it's know, still this gun shoots five different types of bullets. I, I I just I love the fact that he was using Aston Martins from the '60s and not a Martin. Well, that's like I said, that started in uh, Skyfall. 
Yeah, I, I love that idea. That's that's awesome that he loves that older car. Yeah, who doesn't? I'd rather have an old, oh my God. an original. I'm falling Aston. in love with those. All I was like, oh my God, look at that car. This is badass. Um, it's one of my favorite Bond movies. I, I, I like I said, I was not bored. The the. The, the, I'm gonna pick it. He never really had time to pick up women like he does in. There wasn't a Bond girl. Yeah, the the, the his girlfriend, his wife girlfriend his, his girlfriend that had the kid. Yeah. Okay. And then and in Darmus, she was the Bond girl from the last movie though. So. Yes. And but here's the thing, because uh, me and Mikey were talking about this. He didn't see Spectre. Oh. But you don't have to see Spectre because they cover enough in this movie what, you to never... tell you what happened. In James Bond movies, you never have to watch the previous no, movie. No, and we talked about that too. There's no continuity, which is great. And that's I mean, what makes kind, Bond movies great. They kind of, you know, come. There, I don't say there's an overarching story, but there's an overarching character development. At least with Daniel Craig's Bond, right? Sean but, Connery's Bond never learned from his mistakes. No, but you still don't have. Um, they say enough in this movie where you don't have to. See the, any of the previous movies. Okay. Which is perfect. So, that's Bond. Go see it. No time to kill. You have no time to kill. You need to go. No time to die. You have no time to kill. Go see No Time to Die. Okay. It's that good. So, this weekend, this is probably the last time until the next week. This 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 weekend is Comic Con, Indie Comic Con. Woohoo! Tim's not coming, of course. For loser. Because he's a loser. Um, so far away. It's like 12 hours. <clears throat> it's like a 20 hour drive. It is not a 20 hour drive. It is. Wait, it's pretty far. It's wait, uh, let's, let's Google map it. this. What city do you live in? Because I'll just put in Boston. Because that's, you know. Yeah, you put in Boston. It's close enough. Boston. Two. Um, no, let's, no, he's going to, let's say Indianapolis. Just in Indianapolis. Yeah, save about an hour. And we'll just add it in. It's still, it's still probably like 18, 19 hours. It's only 15 Seven. hours and 26 minutes. That's a day. 15. That's a day, dude. <clears throat> That's like driving to Colorado. It's 16 hours. It's a day. That's how long it was to drive to Colorado. Almost. That's what it's like to drive to Florida. I might do that this Christmas. I might drive, leave, drive one day and come home in one day. Oh, okay. When I moved all my crap from Florida... I How had many these, hours do you think's in a day? 24. 24. It took, I, I, I went and got my crap because I had a bunch of crap when I lived in Florida. I had it in a storage unit. Mm-hmm. So I flew down there and rented a U-Haul and drove it back. I think I remember when you did that. And it took me 18 hours to get back. To, well, you can't really go too fast in a U-Haul. You, I could only get to 70. I, it governed at 74, 73, 74. Oh, so you can barely go. But you can barely go over the speed limit. So that wasn't fun. Plus, you had to stop for gas because it's gas eater. You only got like twelve so, mile a gallon. Do you want to go through the guests one last time? Uh, well, we can just kind of name off who we like, big name people. Who okay, people we want to go see. Right. If if we had if limited we had time unlimited and money, money, yes. If we had limited time and money, do you have your list or do you? No, I know. Just off the top of my head, okay. I would go see. Just announced today, Emily Swallow. She was known as the darkness in Supernatural, God's sister. Okay. And she was God is God is good, the darkness is the bad. Uh, okay. Um, she, he kind of enslaved her to create the universe. And she was in The Mandalorian? She was, was the, she in The Mandalorian? She was the, uh, the armorer. 
You know the one that made his armor? Oh, the other that was her. Okay. Yeah. So she's technically still in the Mandalorian. Yes. Um, I want to go see um, Sam J. Jones, of course. Yes, Sam Jones, Flash Gordon. Billy Boyd from uh, one of the Hobbits in Lord of the Rings, A the Hobbit. original trilogy. Yes. Of course, I need to see Shatner. Shatner, definitely Shatner. And I really just want to see Chandler Riggs so I can yell Coral at him. Hopefully Shatner's there. He, right now it says he's going to be there. He's supposed to go to space tomorrow. Um, Malie Flanagan, who, who voices Naruto, and Sean Schimmel, and Eric Vale. Sean Schimmel's Goku. Eric Vale is the villain in My Hero Academia. Um, and then there's some authors. Um, and Kevin? You forgot Kevin Nash. Well, that's... I'm. Big Daddy Cool, Diesel, Kevin yeah. Nash. You've got the Boy Meets World crew, which is Will Friedel and... Uh, Ryder Strong. Yeah. That's that's Eric Matthews. That's Corey's brother and his best friend Sean Hunter. See, you're missing Sean Hunter, Tim. I knew you were upset about that. Um, who else you got? I really just spend all my time with Shatner. So. You got a Walking Dead. Chandler Riggs under his table. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, that's don't the. Judge me. <laughs> what? I said, don't judge me. <laughs> Um, who else? Is there any? I mean, yeah, there is a bunch of authors, and they've got it. Looks like they have some neat stuff. They're going to have some like shows or something. They're going to have a Q and A with the premiere of something. Yeah, Rocky Horror Picture Show is going to have a, something there. Yeah, that, there's going to be a lot going on there. Actually, yeah, I'm there's a excited. lot of panels. Um, what I, I like are masks. Do they have a mask policy? I'm I'm excited about the panels. No, there's no mask. It's recommended. Yeah. Well, They're recommended, so no one's going to wear That means I ain't going to wear one. Um, I recommend that I don't have to wear one. Um, no, there's no mess. But there's, I like the panels. They got a lot of interesting mm-hmm. panels, which is good because the more interesting panels, the longer you're there. So, yeah. Well, we're going to get their doors open at 10. 10. That's, that's usually open at 9, don't they? No, they open at 10. I we always today. got there at 9. Yeah, we don't need to get there at do it at like an hour before. What time are we leave? About 8.30? Yeah, give it for traffic reasons. Yeah. 8.30? Cause that, yeah. I mean, if you get there at 9, I'm still walking in the door with all them people at quarter to 10 that yeah. got there at 9 o'clock. Yeah. And why do we buy our tickets early if we're going to show up an hour early? Right. Um. But, yeah, usually we stay. T- I want to I think we need to keep it open-minded because we need to see what the panels are. I think usually we leave... At about two or three, because that's we, we've seen everything, we've done what we wanted to do. But I think I think there's more interesting panels this time that keeps us. Yeah, it's, I think there's more I mean, there that's going to keep us occupied. The last few times I've gone, there weren't really any good panels I wanted to go see. There's some or they of, were, and you, you just couldn't get into them because they were so busy. Yeah, but there's some kind of like they got like animals. There's a panel for that. I saw today about a. Um, there's a panels about creating alien and fantasy worlds. That would be cool. And then, like, the fauna and animals that go into it. Let me see. They, it, they announced a panel. I, I had never heard of it until today. So, um, what is it? Oh, it's like under events, I'm guessing? Yeah, events. I saw them announce something, but I don't. I thought I'd seen it before, though. Oh, they've got an escape room, too. Yeah, that was already. I, we talked about that they've last time. They've got wrestling. Um, Talked about it last time. Talked about the LARPing. Here it is. Centigrade. 
So it says, join Colin Cunningham as he showcases his Academy Award-nominated short film, Centigrade. A man lives in an old, busted-up camper trailer, only to awaken one morning to find himself in it rolling down a desert highway. Soon to be a major motion picture, Colin will be answering questions about the film following the screening. So they're having a screening oh, and a Q&A panel. I'm down to go see a screening. That would be awesome. Is that... It doesn't I could come time. up with some questions. They don't announce the times until a little closer. No, but no, but still, the Q and A is after the movie, so you watch the movie. No, they got they got a time six thirty p.m. to seven thirty p.m. On oh, uh, I see it now, and it's probably on a it's probably on Saturday. It's sat yeah, room one twenty four. Room one twenty four. That's so one that, of the big rooms. Yes. Um, there's comedy. Action comedy nerd show. There's a lot of stuff to see this time. Yeah. So, yeah, and then you got Rocky Horror Picture Show as well. I mean, it's the first one back in COVID, so they got to do something big. I don't see where they're doing Q&As with the... Um, they always do Q&As with the... With the celebrities. That they, I think they, they always announce those the day of, like on Friday, because then they know the schedule that the... That's true. They want to they've do. also got they've also got um, improv comedy as well. So there's a lot of stuff, um, a lot of stuff that we can. I really want to. I, I think I think we're going to be there all day. <laughs> yeah, I really want to see Penguin Knife fight improv comedy. Yes, but I would I would love to see, um, I would love to see the screening. Though. I think that would be pretty mm-hmm. awesome. So it'd be a late night for us at Comic Con. Yeah, and then I'm probably going to drive to Richmond afterwards, so. Fine. Go just, you know, go through the drive-thru and just leave us without, you know, going to eat with us or anything. We were going to go to eat lunch. That's lunch? We always go to lunch, though. Yeah, but usually we go somewhere after. Well, you guys do. I never did. Because I always had to go work. That is true, yeah. I always had to get back by four. <laughs> we always stayed later and we would go to, like, uh, Red Robin. Yeah. Yum. Yes. They got a, like a big cheesy menu now. I have not liked them in a while. I know. They've gone downhill. Whiskey River Barbecue Burger. The, the problem with... Yeah, oh, God. It's like so good. But they do have like this new cheesy menu. Yeah, that's This sounds odd. really good. So They have the unlimited fries, but they never come in time. No. And I I can't, I got into the the habit of, as soon as I get my food, I'm like, can I get another fry already? Yeah. Like, I'm not this is the because they don't come around. There's crappy service. They yeah. had really crappy service the last few times. Okay, I want to talk about something because I watched it. So the last episode was the last episode we talked about Nexium, right? Yeah. The the sex call. Yeah. Okay, so there's this documentary. It's a nine part documentary on HBO called The Vow. I binged this on Saturday and Sunday. I watched all of it, um, and it talks about how the how it started and how this guy got started. And they, it, for a while there, and I mean, these people made a career out of this. It was supposed to be, um, you know, changing your attitude and, and self-help. It was a self-help mm-hmm. organization. But it was only like elites. Like they only went after rich people because they, they and they felt that they, they went after rich people, that those were the people to make a difference, not people like you and me. <laughs> I mean, but, they got the money. But, you know, and they awarded them, you know, they have a, you have a, you started out with a white, um, like a, um, like a thing that goes around your neck, you know, like a, I don't know, not a, what is it? Um, a necklace? No, a sash? A, a sash. It was a white sash. That's what it started. Because a white sash meant that you were a student. 
And as you got more into the company and invested more of your money and you got promoted, your sash changed color. And the, the, the head honcho guy who was the quote-unquote guru, although he didn't want to be called the guru, he was called the vanguard, which was Keith Ranieri. Keith Ranieri. This, this is already sound like a cult. He, are, he only wore the white sash. He only wore the white sash because he was always learning. And he had an, the Dalai Lama was going to come and speak to them, and then he backed out because he heard it was like a weird cult. So they went to India to visit the Dalai Lama. And the Dalai Lama called him a guru. He goes, I'm not a guru. I am, I am not there. Please don't call me a guru. Like, he didn't want to be called a guru. But even the Dalai Lama saw him as a guru. But the Dalai Lama did end up coming to New York. They're based out of Albany, New York, to speak to this place. But where it got seedy and creepy, and, like, um, like there was famous people involved. Not you had Allison Mack, which is from uh, Smallville, mm-hmm. right? You had Grace Park, who was in Battlestar Galactica and Hawaii Five-0. There was another actress from uh, Battlestar Galactica that was involved in it. And also, um, this actress, she played... Well, there was one actress um, that she... She played a lot of TV shows. She's never been, like, the, a big-name actress. And then also, the woman who played Aunt Beru. She didn't know speaking parts, but she was Aunt Beru in Episode 2 and 3 mm-hmm. of Star Wars. She was in it, and she marries a guy who's in this cult as well, and he's high up. And she starts to figure this out, and she wants to get out. Amberu? Yes, Amberu does. Yeah, her name's Bonnie something or other. So she wants to get out of the cult, and it puts a strain on their marriage. So the one, the actress that does a lot of, and she still does acting today, but... Um, she gets like in this, it was like a, a, a sub section of the cult. And um, Allison Mack was in charge of it, right? And it was, the, you, you recruited people to join, other women, other women had to join. And they could only have like so many calories. They could only weigh so much. And that's per Keith Raniere. They He only wanted skinny girls. That were part of this. So, Sounding more, so, more cultish? Yes. So, um, And he was sleeping with all of these chicks. Like, he had nine women on his board, and he was banging all of them. Keith Raniere was. And he had a child with two of them, I believe. Um, but So he puts out, Allison Mack is in charge of this cult. And they have to call her master, and they are the slave. Master, may I have 96 calories? Just like they have to label what they're eating. They have to report to their master all the time. And it's, yes, slave, you may. They are a slave. And then you get slaves. You become a master. But then, then Allison Mack is the grandmaster. Okay. The grand dragon. Then, okay, so here's the, so then, then you have to pay um, collateral to your master, right? Collateral are pictures or videos of you doing a sex act, maybe topless, Maybe no clothes on at all. Nothing. You pay collateral. You have to send this so much, so so often. You have, and this is collateral. That's not collateral. That's blackmail. That's what they're going to use it for. She got three years in prison. Yes, she did get three years in prison. So I was just looking up because I was like, "What did she look like?" I kind of think of what she looked like. So what they did was they have this ritual where these women have to strip down naked, be tied to a table, and they get branded. 
right? On their, near their, in, near their pelvic region, which this girl's like, I've got a brand on next to my vagina. That's exactly what she said the whole time. She's like, what, my husband going to go down there now because I got this brand? So how they did the, the design of the, of the brand was you had a line on the top that represented the sky. Then you had a triangle in the middle that represented the mountains and the earth. Then you had a squiggly line at the bottom which represented water, right? Well, when you look at it, it looks like an AM, which is Alice and Max initials. Then, if you look at it sideways, it is KR, which is Keith Raniere, which is the head of Nexium. So you branded their initials onto your body. And they had collateral, and they're like, these women are like, I want to get out of this. And they were sex trafficking. That's exactly what Alison Mack was doing. She was sex trafficking for Keith Raniere because he wanted to sleep with all these women. And he said that Keith Raniere had slept with a 14-year-old girl. He was, like, sleeping with teenagers. And when all this shit started going down, like, they talked to, oh, and uh, Catherine Oxenberg, she was an actress, big actress in the 80s. She was in the TV show Dynasty. Her daughter was, like, deeply involved. And she couldn't get her out. She's like, Mom, you don't understand. These people make me happy, blah, blah, blah. She'd been brainwashed, all of this. Um, these people had talked to the New York Times to try and get it exposed. And then when the uh, Harvey, when the Weinstein, Weinstein. When the Weinstein thing Weinstein, came out, yeah. um, the Me Too movement, then that's when the New York Times decided to move on this. And they, they published the article. That's when the shit hit the fan, basically. So next thing you know, Keith Raniere is going down to Mexico to hide because they've got these offices, SOPs. What are you doing? Tim, can you hear us now? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I think, I don't know how the college got dropped. So they have all these SOPs all over the country. you got New York, Miami, uh, Vancouver, Seattle... California and Mexico. So Keith Raniere goes down to Mexico to hide. Like he went off the map. And they put an arrest warrant out for him and they pick him up in Mexico and fly him to Brooklyn. And he just recently got, um, he got 120 years in jail for sex trafficking, extortion. People were, and, and it had so the, the air to Seagram's, they were funding all this at the beginning. Because these people were like, I want a refund. You, This is what you owe me. And it was like 3 or $4 million that people were asking for. That they had, they figured they had invested their time and, and money into his company, which was just all smoke and mirrors for him to bang a bunch of chicks. But That's a, what most cults are. A lot of people went to jail, like, big time. Allison Mack, like you said, she, she kind of got off easy because she could have went to jail for like 15 years, I think, 15, 20 years. Yeah. And she, she got a three-year sentence. She pleaded. Basically, she put a plea. Yeah, because she probably ratted on everybody else. She did, and she's like, "He brainwashed me." That's exactly what. Yeah. She, that's exactly what she did. So, um, it's a, it's you should watch it it's on HBO Max. It's called The Vow. It's a nine part series. And HBO um, Max. Mm. <laughs> but w- how they hit it was, you know, they described the the sub section of this call as empowering for women. And that makes sense. And the, oh, this club's only for women. It's all about women, and, and we're going to empower each other. And then once they started getting branded and figuring out what was going on, it was too late. It was too late. And people are like, 
Well, how, you're stupid. They let you let them brand you, and people don't understand how caught up they were. You know, when you get caught up and you you know you buy into whatever it is they're selling, and you're 100 percent invested, you do you'll do anything. You know, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happened to these. And they were all victimized. They were all victims, and it's sad and it's scary. I mean, it really is scary because these people were their friends. They thought they were their friends. You know. Um, but a lot of people turned on this guy. Some even people that were in his immediate circle were turning on him. So, and he talks in circles. And they convinced you that if you were angry, that was a wrong emotion to have. Hmm. You know. And he, but he was like, you know, so why why do you think that you're angry? See, you're 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 being counterproductive because your anger is clouding all of that. You need to put that anger away. And think more clearly and more positive. And you think, oh, well, he makes sense. I don't need to be angry. No, dummy, you should be angry about stuff. Like, people were feeling guilty about being angry about things. So, if you want to start a call, maybe this is a good way to start a call. I mean, watch it for research purposes. <laughs> you know, it's like that I almost got away with this show, you know. They always say that women can watch, could probably get away with murder because they've seen so many. I mean, how many times you watch a show... They were like, you dummy, why did you do that? You know you're going to get caught. Yeah. This, this is the same way. You can start a cult by watching this show. I know how to get away with murder now with all the crime scenes. All the crime scenes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a good way to, if you want to start a cult, this is a good way to do it. So what not to do? Don't brand people. Don't brand people. With um, your initials. <laughs> yeah, with your initials. Um, but check it out. It's good. All right. Nine hours. I got a shower thought, and then we can go. Unless you guys have a shower thought. Hold on. Before we go, I just have one random thing I want to... Okay. So, <clears throat> there was this... Someone showed me this video, because... Uh, well, I don't really want to say that, but... So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so well, I was going to say something about work, but this is a recording, so... Um, so there's this dude on TikTok who was out fishing in the New Bedford Harbor where I live, and uh, he heard like what people were like, oh, he heard sirens. So here I am thinking people are talking about like you know ambulance sirens or like whatever, and I was like, why would sirens be out there? No, no, no. This dude was talking about like mermaid sirens like to draw you to your doom sirens and he like in the little mermaid when she sings and then maybe he can hear it and that's what draws him so he posted he posted like the video on it's like a tiktok video there's like a few of them and in one of the videos like a huge you know fish looking thing swims underneath his boat at the same time that there's like weird noises and stuff going on and so he posted this video on you know on a bunch of different things right facebook pulls it down for misinformation or whatever which is already hilarious that (laughs) facebook is just censoring like random things like that but then to make it even like weirder of a story he has like a tiktok video the next day of uh, the FBI showed up to his house seriously and questioned him about what he heard and then so like there's this huge uh, I don't know like all the ins and outs of the 
quote-unquote conspiracy theory but not long ago the government launched like a dropped like a bomb in the ocean or something <laughs> or in like a harbor like somewhere they didn't drop here. a bomb they and supposedly like shook loose you know some they do oh. that for it's a, it's they're testing the brand, the new carrier. So, they do that with all yeah, the new carriers. I, I think, yeah, it was like probably a bomb, like an atoll or something. But apparently, it was like in the Atlantic. Yeah, they 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 detonate explosives. Is, like is it like a shock explosive? Is that what it is? No, it's just a bomb they put in the water and to uh, <clears throat> represent like a, a near miss on a ship and they did it with the new carrier and it was like a big explosion oh they do it to test it yeah the, so, to test that the carrier can withstand I gotcha so they uh that I just found it very weird that Facebook would censor this video for well not only that the FBI showed up random video and then the FBI to show up at this dude's house is very strange asking him about like what he heard where he heard it like where in the water he was like they wanted to see his like little like nav thing to see exactly where where it was very weird i'm just throwing it out there that is very good that's a good conspiracy theory like or it's all fake and i was i was okay like with uh, like all right this dude's just you know a little little tapped like he's but he has video of the FBI showing up. I it's not a video of like the FBI knocking, but there are like reports of his like uh, we were like doing research and stuff at work. There are like his neighbors and stuff that said that there was like vans that pulled up and like spooky looking people came out of the vans and knocked on his door, went inside. I'm so glad that he's doing that at work. I can imagine. That ball ain't going nowhere. Quit whining. We'll have a doctor in there. Yeah, We're looking this shit up. That bleed. Yeah. Oh, you'll <laughs> stop bleeding from that massive hole any second, man. Don't worry. I'm like, <laughs> I just bring people for their x-rays and cat scans. You're, so. just, you're, just, you're just tripping on meth. Just calm down. <laughs> Don't maybe go get Bo to wrestle you. <laughs> Speaking of Bo, he, cool, uh, he streams on Twitch with the, the F and Boski. Go He's watch him. He's going to be streaming right now. We're about to do some Destiny new Halloween event. Uh, oh, you're not playing Back for Blood? Uh, we'll probably play that after we're done with our... Uh, I, I think I'm going to buy it since it's cross-play, so I might join you guys. Oh, um, the Back for Blood? Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't sure if he was talking about Back for Blood or that Marvel's Avengers game, which it, I gotta say, as much as I was like shitting on the game for not being able to get the actual voice actors of the Marvel characters, it's a pretty fun. It's a, it's a Square Enix game. It's such a compelling story. Like I heard, it's better than it's better now than when it was first released. I'm Since in it. It, like there was like DLCs or something. There's, yeah, there's been like three or four DLCs, and the whole first section of the game is like mostly single player. There's a couple like multiplayer parts that you can do, but I've just been doing it all single player. I'm 85. I'm at the point in the story where it's like the point of no return, where I can't come back to the Hell Carrier until I finish the game now. Mm-hmm. So I just I haven't done. I'm probably gonna do that like tonight when everybody gets off. But the main character's name, <laughs> I actually uh, I. Send a Snapchat, I think, to the group. The main character's name is Kamala. 
As yeah. I said, in the ultimate power move by the <laughs> by the Democrats, they get the or the the left, they get uh, the Marvel Avengers name main character be named Kamala. Is it Kamala? Propaganda Kamala or Kamala? at its finest. I don't know. I don't pay attention to her. <laughs> she uses uh for her. Did you see what happened? Her little no. NASA address that she did, the kids were paid actors. Shut up. No. Are you kidding me? Legitimately, see, those were child did you actors. Guys see the, did you guys see the video or like the, yeah, the video of when Biden got his shot? Yeah, it's yeah, a fake it was background. A, it, was a, it was a set. Are you kidding me right now? What is going on? Everything's fake. I don't like, know why what. Why just do it at the White House? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like because he's not the actual the president. Making some fake stage and then like portraying it on the news as if it was like really real. Not to and get political here, but he's Twitter, like a side view of it. It was like the it's like the set from the Big Bang Theory, you know. Like a he's a fake wall. And... It's probably not actually the shot either. At this point. <laughs> Uh, you'd think he would have already got his shot. Mr. Everybody needs to get it right now. I know. Trump got it. Uh, Trump even told man, people to get it. Uh, I'm going for mine tomorrow at 4 o'clock. I gotta get the first one. Move your... Get make it. sure you keep your arm don't, moving. Don't, don't set a... And, and, and don't schedule a flight with Southwest because you won't get one. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it was either that or get fired from the hospital. So Walk. They're already Stay. having staffing issues. Just get fired. Yeah, just get fired. Then you won't have any more conflict, you know, with your schedule on the podcast. I mean, what's more important? <laughs> you can, you can, the problem is, I, I like my job, so. But you can sit around what and I'm, partake what I'm in. Afraid, what I'm afraid of is, or what I'm, I feel like is going to happen, is that, because they gave everybody till November 15th, I think, to get both of their shots. Are, are people walking you out? You Oh, yeah, there's mad people walking. Seriously. Uh, so, like, I would say, I'm just like, I don't know the exact number, but just say like 10% of the hospital employees leave. I like, no, like four or five people just in x-ray cat scan that are leaving. But if 10% of the hospital leaves, uh, my boss said they're going to have to like shut down some services, not like important services, but like fluoro, like the fluoroscopy part of radiology isn't uh, like a super super wow they're gonna shut down the thing. less important so stuff make you go weird. to like uh, a doctor's office or uh, how do you that. determine what's less uh, less important than the well other think about hospital. this way they and Howard can shut down the blood you know the blood area and send you over to quest diagnostic like they already do I see what you're saying and then so what I'm afraid of is that we're gonna be like it's gonna be like all of November all of December all of January all of February we're gonna be like working wicked short staffed and then when quote-unquote flus all of a sudden COVID's gonna be like miraculously eradicated from the world and they're gonna be like oh yeah all of those people that we let go can come back and they don't need to get a vaccine anymore right and that's what i'm afraid what i'm waiting is i'm gonna get it for no goddamn reason what i'm waiting for is the uh i can't afford to not have a job for four months while the world realizes how ridiculous this whole thing is. I'm waiting but, for the commercials on TV. If you got the Pfizer shot, you right. may be re- liable 
for uh, you maybe, uh you no you me. can't because you can't sue them for getting the vaccine they put that in when they made the vaccines when they released it to the public they it was a clause that says if you get the vaccine and that don't mean that, that's like a that's like sue that, them that's like a football player signing a contract you, like anything is anybody can get sued for anything it's like when i go to the racetrack okay so i go to a racetrack i go to the indy 500 right and it says on the back of the ticket we are not liable for any injuries or anything. Baloney. Because people have been killed at the racetrack and their families sue out the ass. They always end up, like, settle. And the thing is, they settle. Not only do they sue the racetrack. Because this happened in, like, somebody got hit with a tire in 1987 and killed. Um, tire flew over. So not only did his family sue the Speedway. They sued Goodyear because that was the tire company. That they, <laughs> they sued March Engineering because that was the car. They sued Tony Bettenhausen Motorsports because that was the tire. The, the tire came off of Tony Bettenhausen's car, so they sued that race team. Then they sued the car that hit the tire that shot it up into the grandstands. They sued that race team. So you intermingle. All, so, yeah, don't say that people it's can't like, sue because they can. A, there's a big difference between, like, uh, a speedway and the government telling you that you cannot sue for uh, side effects from the vaccine. Yeah, the government gets sued all the time. Yeah, the government they don't want to go into years upon years of legal. You won't technically battle. sue. You will settle out of court. That's usually what happens. Nobody yeah. ever, nothing ever goes to court. It'll get settled out of court. All right, let's let's do this. It's been an well over our usual time. What's wrong with that? I'm Chris, poop. Chris must have to poop. Actually, I really do have to poop. But so you had to in the bathroom. I was in the bathroom before when we did that. Someone was doing the oh. podcast. <laughs> well, I just no took. I just took the whole mic. I mean, you guys keep talking. I guess take the whole mic. <laughs> be like as long as, as long as we don't hear like <laughs> be like the naked gun <laughs> when yeah. he's got his microphone on and goes in the bathroom. <laughs> Start singing to myself. <laughs> We most definitely used to do that on Xbox. Yeah, it's called a live stream. Yeah. Literally. Oh, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about or anything? I just... No, I, no, that's, I don't have anything. That, we're good. If, okay. If we're in an hour, we're good. No, yeah, I just wanted to spit my little mermaid fact. That was a great little mermaid story, though. You guys pretty can, awesome. can look it up, too, if you want. Like, I was actually going to look it up I on TikTok. In, just type in, like, uh, New Bedford, like, mermaid... A siren calling or like a combination of those words I forget if I turn this on and it's going no, the damn no, little mermaid not, it's like it's more of like a, a note like a it sounds like, like a siren almost but like my laser cramp sorry got it okay Chris take us out with your shower thought you, okay. you've been sitting on this one yeah I have because I posted it in the group chat not too long ago so, you know the saying, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade? Yes. Well, life actually did it for gave us lemons. Lemons are a crossbreed between a bitter orange and a citron. So, life never gave us lemons. So, when was the first lemon made So, that? lemon wasn't in the Garden of Eden? Nope. I mean, I mean if maybe. Because God could see it coming. Wait, did he crossbreed a citron with a sour... Orange? First of all, I don't even think I could point out a citron if you had. Oh, I've never even heard of a citron. I thought it said citrion, which is like a racing thing. So. No, citron. <laughs> I think you got. I think a citron is like an orange. Yeah, I think it's like, I can picture like a little small like orange. Yeah, it's like a tangerine almost. 
almost. It looks no, like it's a, a lemon. It, yeah, it's a lemon. It's a citrus fruit. It's a yellow. It's a yellow orange, basically, is what it is. It's like a. It's like a. It looks like a lemon with a venereal disease. Is what it looks like. Look, see, it's a lemon with warts. Yeah. It's a lemon with a venereal disease. That's a citron. Well, honestly, though, the lemon has been around for a long time. It's been around be since between 200 and 780. So I'm saying, so you're telling me that, like... So you're saying that Jesus Christ know, never got to enjoy a glass of lemonade? Like, yes, Jesus Christ, when he was on Earth, never got a nice, cool glass of lemonade. That's a travesty! <laughs> he, had a, he had to have a, tr- a citronade. <laughs> <laughs> or orange juice. What the hell is this? I don't even think orange juice was around. It might have been. I don't even know where the first oranges were, you know, found first. I always thought I mean, oranges were found in like a tropical island. Here, but that's just because in we the, Florida. In between uh, the Tigris and Euphrates, that was where Garden of Eden was, right? In the Tigris and Euphrates. Mm-hmm. After, after Tigris, Euphrates, it's like the where like four rivers met. I think. Yeah, wasn't that where the Garden of Eden was supposed to be? Oh, like, the orange. One of the rivers isn't around huh. anymore. The orange was uh, first grown in southern China and northern India. Oh, okay. Ah, hmm. is that where the Mandarin... Yeah. I bet you I never, I never thought about I that. I never thought about that. The more you know with the Who's Your Podcast. Right, I mean, we just... <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good uh, uh, shower a, thought. That was a good shower thought. That tied into... You need to add that on anyone. I think I'm going to go shower after that thought. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Tim, you want to take us out? All right. You can catch us on iTunes. Yes. Spotify. Yes. YouTube. Yes. And no, there's two uh, more. and on your mama's CD player <laughs> and uh, Amazon. Amazon. And Amazon. And wait, there's one more, right? Another one? I don't even know what he tune missed. In. So, oh, tune, tune in. Tune in radio. Tune in. Tune in. I missed tune in and tune in. So, yeah, you'll go check out some of those places. Let everybody know. We're on Twitter and Facebook, Who's too. Who's your nerd?